nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Good evening. The weather's getting a little bit cold. Time for some hoodies. You know what time that is? Soccer season for high schools. Rafa, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. You, you got it's any too long. Weather, you got you got any new weather gear uh, lined up for this year to when you're when you're out uh, covering games? Oh, I don't know with this this El Nino, who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe some, <laughs> some, some some rain gear. So probably get a nice rain jacket. I know we're getting some rain. I think next weekend. I think it's gonna yeah, be pouring. So some of those sc some scrimmages might get a little affected by it. But hey, it'll be fun playing in the rain. Yeah, AJ uh, with his Stevens team. Uh, they scrimmage tomorrow and then uh, on Monday. And then I was looking at the weather and I'm like, damn, it's getting cold. So yeah, here we go. So. <laughs> But a lot to kind of discuss. We're going to start out with some uh, Tasco preseason state uh, rankings. Uh, just to get a quick observation from Rafa, kind of on his view at the state level, there are uh, San Antonio area teams uh, involved as well, as well as the Valley, uh, which we'll probably kind of highlight uh, just to kind of see uh, for there. Then we'll uh, move on to uh, TAPS Winter Soccer. It's kicked off here, so we'll kind of touch base on there. And then we'll mm -hmm. go – well, actually, do you want to do Rafa's ranking next or the TAPS winter soccer uh, standings? Or should we start let's, with let's the winter get some, soccer standings? Uh, let's give some love to the to TAPS. We've got to give them some love. So we'll do the uh, TAPS, and then we'll do the uh, Rafa uh, Power 15 for both the boys and the girls. And then, depending on the time, uh, kind of discuss uh, – Realignment, I, I guess, is what it is. With uh, you know, uh, it's that time of year, right? Because they do it every two years, is my understanding. And uh, you know, uh, Texas underscore high school underscore sports on uh, X or Twitter, depending on what you call it, has put put out some projections and uh, good discussion pieces. Uh, I, I think mm -hmm. uh, nobody knows for sure on how they're gonna how they're gonna draw the numbers, uh, but. I think they're pretty good as far as like a baseline of, of what it could be. Uh, so we'll, we'll give him some love or him or her some love. I don't know if it's a boy or girl. Or yeah. They're girl. usually pretty accurate on some, on some of the predictions. So uh, we'll kind of focus in on the San Antonio area because uh, there is one that Rafa's already deemed the group of death. If it does come true uh, for, I think for the state, right? I think you're calling it for the state or just for region four. Uh, for region four. But I'm sure there's other group of devs. <laughs> I guess up there with the with the Frisco schools. <laughs> so let's get into it. Uh, we'll look at the state uh, state rankings here uh, for it here. 
Uh, starting out with the uh, 6A boys, they got Seven Lakes 1, S.A. Lee, San Antonio Lee number 2, uh, Allen Wood, uh, Woodlands number 4, uh, Koppel number 4. Uh, I never get the city right. Uh, Sa- Sasky. Sasky at 6, uh, San Antonio Reagan at 7, uh, Doby at 8, Brownsville Rivera at 9, and El Paso Eastlake, which I'm sure if Coach Cano is watching or listening, I think they're a little bit undervalued at number 10. I think so. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it depends. I think, you know, they had, a you know, these last few years for them, I, I know they've had some good runs. They just kind of fell short. So we'll see if they're, if they've reloaded or they're kind of maybe a little rebuild. Uh, but I'm sure they're, they're still going to probably be the top team in El Paso besides them and another team in the 5A. So looking at the San Antonio teams, lay at number two, Reagan at seven, and we'll uh, add Brownsville, Rivera in at nine. Um, anything sticks out too high, too low? And I know we'll get to your rankings here, so don't spoil it too much. But mm-hmm. uh, I won't I won't lie. Seeing Lee rank that high for me was a little bit surprising. Um, I know they're a quality program and along those lines here, but – be number two, rank number two in the state preseason. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, especially you know, especially the quality of players that they lost last year. Like I said, they had a, a good bunch that you know had one that signed with SMU, and yeah, I, I think that's what maybe the respect you know Coach Rogers and his program has there, and I think that's why they voted them number two. I'm, I mean, like with Seven Lake, like I said, Seven Lakes is your defending state champ, and they're gonna have the big target on their back and. I could see them coming back to to Georgetown, um, a team that kind of pulled. You know, last year was like Al- Allen surprised some teams last year. Uh, Woodlands is also Woodlands and Capel. Those are your two, you know, because they're traditionally your strong powerhouses from the Houston Dallas area. Uh, Sasky is kind of like a new kid. On, I'm not saying new kid on the block, but as far as you know, being a new kid on the block as far as a soccer power. And then you have Reagan. Reagan's had their history here too as well. Uh, Adobe's been one of the new, one of those dominant programs, you know, the last few years. Uh, and then same thing with Rivera had a great run last year. Knock, they could say they knocked off Lee, you know, and you know, they're almost close to knocking off Dripping Springs to get to the state tournament again. And then East Lake, I mentioned East Lake, East Lake, you know, it's probably be one of the top two teams in the El Paso area. Moving to 6A girls, uh, number one, Wiley East, uh, two, South Lake, three, Ridge Point, uh, four, Flower Mound, five, Allen, uh, Marcus at six, uh, San Antonio Johnson at seven, Seven Lakes, uh, Bridgeland, and Round Rock. So uh, for the ladies, uh, seven and ten as far as the only representatives in the top ten for 6A. Um, I don't think that's surprising, right, because Dallas uh, – historically has dominated this, this this group right yeah you know wiley east like i said they made a run last year they just have a little short you know they were under one of the top they're really kind of like one of the surprises last year and i think this i think they see them very highly of them see if they get back to georgetown um we all thought last year south lake was going to pull it off the the get the the back-to-back but uh, they were missing a couple players, and I'm hearing this year that I think Kennedy Fuller may not be playing. I think she's not on the roster with Salt Lake, and I think she's concentrating 
um, you know, getting ready to go to North Carolina. But I've even heard rumors supposedly she may be being looked at by some pro teams already, so she could be be offered a pro contract, which would be great for her. Oh, nice. You know, she's one of the t- top uh, U.S. women's national team for the under 18s. You know, great. You know, great talent. So that you know, that could come to effect for them. Rich Point, Rich Point's been like I said, they have out of the Houston era, they've been great the last few years. Fireman was a surprise, like I said. You know, they they won it all, and uh, you know, uh, well they've won it in the past, and you know they've they've always been one of the powerhouses there in Dallas. Allen, same thing. Marcus, like I said, they're the ones that knocked off South Lake. They got the title. Um, I'm a little surprised they're, they're ranked that <laughs> have them at six. You know, I would think maybe a little bit, a <laughs> little bit higher. You know, because they are the state champs. Um, but you know. I guess that's how they voted, and I'm happy for Johnson. Johnson, be, be, be on lookout for Johnson. I think Johnson's for here in San Antonio are going to be a good team here for. And then um, Seven Lakes, Seven Lakes also too. Not only the boys, but the girls program. Bridgeland too is so like it's an up and comer. And then one of the surprises last year was Ron Rock. So, so it's a lot, lot of. But you know, there's some teams out there. I mean, you're they're missing there. You know, you know, you don't see like like Lake like a Lake Travis and uh, you know South Lake Carroll girl because besides the South Lake Carroll, I'm South Lake girls are there. Like uh, there was another team. Um, I forgot I tried off the top of my head. The Drippy Springs girls. You know, they had a great run too. Yeah. So I'm surprised they're not in the top ten. So, but it, like I said, I th- I think we've seen uh, kind of like a log jam of some of the some of the for the rankings here for the 6a for the 6a girls moving over to the ladies in 5a midlothian at one wakeland number two georgetown three leander number four uh culleyville heritage uh five Reedy uh six barber hills seven uh smithson valley locally number eight grapevine and 40 so only smithson valley um which i think uh, if you're a smithson, a smithson valley fan i think you'll uh, like rafa's uh, power rankings not the uh, not to give anything away, but uh, number eight, uh, pretty solid. You, you think that they could have been higher, or is it an appropriate spot for you know for the preseason? I, I think that'd be a little higher, maybe than Barbara's Hill. I think I think they could be in the top top five. You, you know, maybe six. Uh, not really promote too much with Barbara's Hill. I think maybe they have a, a good squad coming back. Um, if you look at the number one team at Lothian, I think they they've really established themselves. They're 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 in the Metroplex, but then you have Wakeland, Wakeland girls. Like I said, they're one of the perennial powerhouses there. And then you have Georgetown, which we actually interviewed uh, their coach a couple of weeks ago. They're on the Fifty Fifty podcast. Uh, he he's ready. They made a run to to Georgia to they're in their home stadium, just fell a little short. I think he's. I think they're ready to go. I think they're focused, and I want to be surprised they're playing back back in their home in their backyard. Uh, they're in April, and then Leander was a little surprised, you know, yeah, th- th- that high. Um, I know that's some good. They had a good run last year. I know actually one of their players actually playing for the university I work for. So, um, so they, I know they had some talent there. Colliver Heritage, you know what you can say about them? They both, like I said, perennial powerhouse there in Dallas. Reedy is kind of a new one of the first school schools up and coming. Um, I'm gonna say great. I'm a little surprised. Grapevine's kind of at a little low at nine. I think that'll be maybe a little bit higher. And then I think, like I said, with front out with ten with Forney, uh, probably another team that probably has so a lot of returning Lederman back and starters. So they're probably gonna make a run there in their region. 
And then moving up to the 5A boys, uh, Lone Star, uh, El Paso Bel Air, Porter, uh, Pflugerville Conley, Melothian, Goose Creek Memorial, Wakeland, Reedy, and the San, only San Antonio representative Southwest. And at number nine, and then at 10, uh, Colleyville Heritage. Uh, um, I know El Paso Bel Air, uh, Porter, Lone Star, you know, it's hard to argue who's ahead of Southwest just because historically they've all um, have went very deep in state. Uh, so for Southwest, you think it's appropriate or you think uh, they could be a little bit higher uh, preseason and, and I know results will matter. I, I think that's a, a good spot for them. You know, it's, I, I think that's where they're at. You know, I mean, you look at Lone Star, Lone Star is a defending 5A state champ. They finally got the monkey off their back, you know, getting getting past Wakeland. I'm a little surprised Wakeland's that kind of, you know, a little little low at, at seven. I, I think they'd be in the top five, you know, just just them. And even with Reedy, too, you know, those three uh, have been beating each other up these last two years. Uh, I, I could literally see them one, two, and three, you know. Uh, you know, but you know, Bel Air, El Paso, Bel Air may have something to say about it too. You know, and um, you know, like I said, I think they're they're one of the top notch teams there from the El Paso area. They're right there, I think, right there with East Lake, uh, Porter, Porter. Like I said, Brazo Porter. Keep an eye on them this year. I think uh, I think they may, you know, for Region Four, you know, keep an eye on them. You could see a maybe a Southwest Porter Regional Final. I know last year. You know, Sherryland is the one that kind of shocked everybody. Uh, but I could see Porter and Southwest in the regional final for Region 4. And then Midlothian, too. Like I said, their boys teams, they have a great program there. Uh, Goose Creek, that, that's a little high for them. Uh, I think that maybe it would be in the in the top, maybe like lower to the bottom of the top 10. Uh, Colorado Heritage, I think that be, should be a little bit higher, too. So, I mean, you look at those Dallas area teams, they, they just – you know, for region one, region two, they love powerhouses, but you know, but uh, some of our boys here in region four, I guess some of our teams, I don't know, they can go toe to toe with them. So, so some great, some great teams on there and there. I know there's some other teams that kind of left out, you know, uh, you, you know, teams like uh, Brownsville Lopez, keep an eye on them, you know, uh, Vendors Memorial too for Brownsville, their football team, look at their, their football teams <laughs> in the state semifinals. So, um, and then you got other, you know, some other other programs as well, as well too, like like Kingwood Park in the Houston area. Um, keep, you know, they've always been traditionally been a good, good, great program. So, uh, so it's gonna be interesting here. Um, like I said, Lone Star like finally got, like I said, they got finally got over the hump. They got the championship, but now they have that big target on their back, and you you know you know Wakeland's gonna want that take that back away from them. So moving over to 4A boys, uh, Palestine, Salina at number two, San Elliot at number three, Hildago Early College at four, Bernie uh, at five, Wichita Falls, uh, our old buddy Scott, uh, backyard, Lumberton, River Oaks, Castleberry, El Campo, and Jacksonville round out the top ten. Bernie at five, uh, solid, um, high expectations. Yeah, I think that's a good spot for them. I mean, you know, they had a good two-year run. Uh, they fell a little short in that regional final. Um, I think they just kind of ran a little out of gas. You know, I was, I was a little surprised they lost to the Hidalgo. I honestly thought Bernie was going to three-peat. You know, uh, they just had the team, the pedigree. You know, Coach Strong has them, you know, I mean, what do you say about that? But their program, you know, they're, they've really established themselves. 
Uh, and maybe, I think they'll bounce back. You know, you got to see them as one of the favorites here for Region Four. Uh, Palestine, like I said, you know they've 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 been the consistent, you know, top three teams in four A. Uh, you know, they just feel a little short. You know, you know, and that and that's kind of the thing. They've they're kind of been the the kind of the maid of honor a few a few times. And you know, is this is this the year they finally kind of like say, hey, let's. let's Let's get it. Add another start to the jersey, uh, but an, another team to kind of look out for is that that Salina boys team. You know, I don't know if they short last year, you know, but I think they're I think they've reloaded and keep, do good to good keep an eye on them. Uh, same thing with San Eli. San Eli out in El Paso, um, they they're a great program. Uh, just keep an eye out. I think there's another so a couple other teams that could challenge them, like an El Paso Bowie and also Riverside, um, Hidalgo. I know. They had a great that Cinderella run, and because really nobody expected them to win at all, and and now now the pressure's on them, you know. Um, you know like I said, you know, the first year coach from the you know that took over, you know, can he, re, you know, win the region and, and and be able to defend the championship? And then Wichita Falls, like I said, this is actually their last year as a high school, you know, since now they're changing to going, uh, they're re, they're going from the three high schools they have, they're going to two. Um, so let's see if they make oh, a, wow. uh, one last one, one last run too. Yeah, they have I think Legacy Memorial High School. Uh, Lumberton's become one of those region those region three. Um, like I said, the uh, uh, become a little powerhouse there. I know I don't know the girls get a lot of the spotlight, but the boys are starting to make 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 a make a run. Uh, River Oaks Castleberry, kind of a new team. I think they probably see something that they have. Uh, El Capo, same thing. Jacksonville. As well, I'm surprised. Uh, uh, Coach Connell's favorite team, the 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 guys from uh, Diamond Hill Jarvis are not in the top ten. That, that's a little surprising there. You know, I would think they would be be in it. Uh, so maybe maybe they've gone on and <laughs> to to other things and so forth. But you know, shout out to them. Shout out to Diamond Hill. They're a great, great, great squad, great program there. Uh, but don't count them out. You could say they probably you could see them in the top ten pretty soon. And then, uh, last but not least, uh, the 4A girls, uh, Salina at one, uh, Lumberton, Davenport at three, uh, San Antonio area, uh, Stephenville, Anna, Bernie at six, Jacksonville, Wimberley, Lorena, and Salado. So, pretty good representation for the San Antonio area in the 4A girls. Uh, Davenport, Bernie, and Wimberley all you know, kind of in, in that area. And the same district, too, and... It's gonna be a dogfight, you know. Last year was the last two years have been a dogfight with those three teams, and um, but going to as far as with the top team, what can you say about Salina? They're gonna be the favorite again for the three P. They don't, they don't, well, they don't. Really Anna, well. They really. Them and Anna are in the same they, district as well, right? Yeah. At, at, be careful. Like I said, that's probably the one team they kind of need to kind of watch out for. It would be Anna. I think Anna may could 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 surprise them. Um, but I think I said still I, I still think Salina is going to be you know like I said they're going to be fair to the three P and I think they'll get it, but I won't be surprised if like I said if there is an upset Anna will probably be the team, you know in their region to to be throw that little monkey wrench. Uh, same thing with Lumberton. Lumberton like I said the girls they had a great run last year. You know they've really established themselves as you know, a great program. Uh, Davenport you know they have a quite a few. Uh, Letterman returning back from one. Uh, I remember from when I was talking to a few people. Um, I know they have a new coach. We'll see how that you know how that you know transpires. You know, is that 
you know, was that is that the missing piece that gets them to the next to the next, you know, to the you know, the state tournament level? We'll see. Like I said, but they have in that tough district with Bernie, you see at six, and then also with Wimberley at eight. It, like I said, that's going to be a that's probably one of the most brutal districts for Region Four for four A for girls soccer. And then Stephenville, like I said, they've been a state power the last for few years. It just came up a little short last year. Um, I, I'm sure they'll make a run again, and they're in Region One. Uh, Jacksonville's a little surprise, something, someone, a new team, but I think they're in East Texas. I think they're going to make some noise. And then, and then Region Two, they're they're with Lorena and Salado. Uh, they're in the not too far away from each other. Uh, they're the one; those are the two teams there that could probably, you know, challenge, you know, Stephenville too. Uh, one team I'm a little surprised they're not there, the Sanelli girls. Uh, I, I'm surprised they're not in the top 10 too. I think they've done a really good job as well. And then even the, uh, another team, uh, uh, I think it was Plains West down in the Amarillo area. They had a, for a first year program, they had a great run and for them not to be in the top 10, that's, that's also surprising too as well. The West so, Plains. And these the are, West, yeah, Amarillo West Plains. Yeah. These uh these rankings are you know by by Tasco uh you know thank mm-hmm. you for doing it you can follow them at Tasco Soccer on on Twitter X uh for that here so um to me it's good discussion pieces uh for that here you know it's it's good thing uh to get the discussion started uh but we do have some action already uh going on with uh, taps the the winter soccer season's already started uh we'll start out with the girls. Uh, Antonian, uh, five, one, and one in Cardinwood, four, two, and one, oh, in district. And I, I know there's three losses in districts. I pulled this from the, the, the taps, uh, the, the rank one sports.com for taps. So I couldn't figure out who the third winner was, but that's what was understanding. So we went <laughs> with it. Uh, San, uh, Houston, San Prius, three, three, and one. Uh, Tombo Concordia two four and one uh, incarnate word uh, for Houston uh, two or three oh one in the Village uh, School Vikings one and four uh, for that but Antonian and Carterwood uh, off to uh, good starts for Region one uh, Division two for the for the ladies. Yeah, ho- hopefully we'll see Antonian get to. Like I said, I don't know last year the uh, them and Carterwood kind of a little falling short. I, I, I think Antonian. See if they have a deep run this year. Hopefully, they can get to the final. I, I know it's been dominated by the Dallas area teams for taps there for, for, for Division One, but you know, the one team that I think has a chance to you know change things over there would be, would be Antonia, the Lady Apaches. And let me just make sure I went to the right one here. So, just for Antonian here, let me click on. So, they it looks like here they did. Uh, their only losses was at St. Michael's and Austin Regents. For that, they lost uh, seven to one and uh, seven to one and zero oh and five. But they beat Holy Cross, uh, New Braunfels Christian, and Incarnate Word. Um, they actually play tomorrow over well, this weekend. They travel over to Houston uh, for the Village Schools and Houston St. Uh, Prius. And then for uh, Antonian. They also lost to St. Michael's uh, zero to five, uh, but then they played some games over in Houston. Uh, beat Katie St. John, All Saints Fort Worth, or Harmony Drew, Katie St. John's, uh, um, Drew, uh, B 
beat All Saints Fort Worth and beat Liberty Christian Dallas 5-1 uh, for that here. They are also traveling over to Houston this weekend uh, where they'll play Houston, uh, pardon me, yeah, Houston St. Pius and then the Villages. So uh, them and, and Incarnate Word uh, will be traveling together uh, for that here. So uh, for Region 2, uh, TMI, 4-2, uh, 3-0 in district. Uh, San Antonio Christian, 4-2, 2-0 in district. Uh, St. Mary's Halls, 1-3, and 0-1, oh and, and St. Anthony, uh, Anthony Catholic, 1-6, uh, 0-2, and, oh and, and Laredo, uh, St. Augustine Knights, 0-5, oh and, and nothing's on the board for uh, Victoria St. Joseph's. Uh, TMI, San Antonio Christian, uh, probably the two stronger teams out of this one. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, both teams, like I said, they, they made some runs last year. Um, it, it's going to come down to those two teams who wins that district. And then uh, as far as the playoff spot, more like it's going to, I think what you see there, uh, St. Anthony's made a, uh, they used to surprise some teams last year. And I think a little slow start. Um, same thing with, with St. Mary's Hall. Um, I know they had some changes there, uh, but, you know, they had one district loss. But I think I think those four teams more likely will advance to, to the TAPS playoffs for, for Division Two and, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what TMI does. I think Christian had a good squad last year. They may have been a hit some because I did get to see him play a couple times. Uh, we'll see how graduation hit them. Uh, but I want to be surprised those two. You can see those in, in the final four. And then moving on to uh, Region Three, uh, Division Four. Uh, Shirts John Paul II, seven zero and one. Geneva. The the ladies off to a strong start as well. Four zero again. The Atonement Academy, I think, you know, kind of caught me surprised. Five and one, uh, New Braunfels Christian, three six one, uh, San Marcos uh, Academy Lady Bears, two five and one, and Holy Cross of San Antonio zero and four. Um, but last year, this this conference or this division was dominated by uh, John JP two and Geneva, uh, with uh, obviously JP two winning, you know, going very deep in, in the playoffs here. So. Uh, your thoughts, let me just see if I can, you know, your thoughts on the district, and I'll take a look at who the Guardians have uh, played against so yeah, with, far. Yeah, with JP2, like I said, they lost in the final last year. Uh, it was a rematch. I think it was like the kind of like the, the, the third, fourth the one, third right? time. The, the fourth one, yeah, the the, the quad, quad trilogy, <laughs> quadril, the quadruple. Now they're probably going to for round five. <laughs> uh, but Bernie Geneva and Tome may have some have other plans, you know, and they've gone some good starts, you know. Um, they may give a give us a, a run for you know for the top spot, you know. Nothing's going to be given to them for sure uh, for JP two. And uh, what are you going to say about Tome? I know from switching over from kind of like fall soccer to the winter soccer, they've really established themselves and keep an eye on them they they may con they can do some damage in the playoffs and same thing with geneva so it, it's gonna be a fun like i said this is gonna be a fun fun district and uh can we, you know hopefully we we'll get a chance to see, see see them play yeah so for the atonement academy they played at the jp2 tournament uh they beat saint augustine they beat uh, san marcos academy lost to new Braunfels christian owen one and doesn't say they ended up playing uh they drew according to here uh, uh jp2 i'm assuming probably in the final or along those lines here zero zero 
Uh, JP2 beat St. Anthony, beat Do uh, St. Dominic Savio, uh, San Marcos, Bay Area Christian, Laredo, St. Augustine, New Braunfels Christian, San Marcos Academy, and, and according to the the, uh, the uh, rank one sports site, uh, Drew uh, Atonement Academy 00. So overall, a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, result here on the 8th. So tomorrow, San Antonio Christian plays uh, uh, JP2 as well. So, uh, you know, before. Um, that'd be a, that's going to be a great, that'll be a good game. Good test for, for both teams. Tomorrow at five at San Antonio Christian uh, for that here. And then let's see here. Let me see here. Yeah, the Atonement County doesn't have anything till first of the year. And then same. Looks like here. Uh, Bernie's at Lutheran South Tournament uh, for that here to be determined for this weekend. So they'll have some more uh, updates next week, uh, depending on if, if it's updated here for that here. But for TAPS, anything stand out to you or kind of expect it as far as what, you know, kind of results at this point? I was a little surprised with that little that draw that they had. And, uh, and like I said, the way. Uh, this season's coming up. I think this district's going to be a little bit more competitive than last year. So I, I think GP2 can't take things for granted. Um, so they're going to be in some some, some dogfights, especially with Geneva and the Atonement for this for this coming year. So moving on to the boys, uh, San Antonio Apache, 7-0-2. Houston St. Thomas, 7-1. St. Pius, 6-1. Central Catholic 4 0, uh, the Village 1 1 1, and Concordia Lutheran 0 8 and 2. Uh, obviously, uh, Antonian and Central Catholic are the two schools that we focus on, although St. Thomas and St. PSX uh, historically have been very solid programs, uh, is my understanding from, you know, from following this is, you know, what year five, year six that we've, we're doing mm -hmm. this here. Uh, they've always been kind of a strong uh, thought here, but. Uh, your thoughts on Central Catholic and Antonio uh, so far, 7-0-2, and then 4-0 uh, for Central Catholic. And Yeah, with Antonio, you know, they start off strong. I've noticed they've strong started strong the last few years, but once they get to district play, um, you know, they've kind of faltered a bit. And I, I know now they're, in, like I said, in a tougher district with St. Thomas and Pius X. Um like I said, it's a if can they get over the hump and get some you know some wins over those and like it's a such a Catholic like I said you know the, the tradition they've had and I know they had a recent coaching change um uh, they have, have an experienced coach coach Walter Rule so he's with there he's there at Central Catholic so he's got a great pedigree there he's got a state title and he was at Reagan uh, I'm sure he's going to be do a lot of good things there at Central Catholic get them back you know. Like they did last year, they did bounce back last year. They'll feel short, but I think I think he'll have them in the back direction, and hopefully they'll contend for the for the for the state title. And hopefully Antonio does too, because I think Antonio has talent. I think if they can get it together, get some quality wins, and you know, they'll be able to maybe scare some teams in the playoffs and make make another run. Hopefully we can have maybe two teams in the in the, in the state state tournament from San Antonio. So I will say uh, both Central Catholic and Antonian are traveling to Houston this week. Antonian plays the Village, or pardon me, St. Prius on Friday. Uh, Central Catholic will play the Village, and then the reverse it on uh, on uh, Saturday, December 9th here. Uh, 
Uh, one match, though, that I think that'll pique your interest and in, uh, pique uh, the interest of a lot in our fan uh, our viewing watch. Uh, December 29th, 2 p.m. at Coma, Coma Lander Stadium, Central Catholic versus Lee. Uh, 2 p.m. kickoff, uh, according to uh, Central Catholic's website here. So um, I know that's uh, Christmas week uh, for that here, but historically that's a, that's a pretty pretty competitive match, especially as we discussed Lee with the preseason rankings, and we'll see where Rafa has them in, in his power 15 uh, going against uh, Central Catholic, I'll, I'll go ahead and let the bag out of the bag or let it out of the bag. Uh, they're both in the uh, top top power fifteen <laughs> for that year, so uh, that one, you know, that one might be a match that uh, 29th is what a Friday uh, Friday afternoon on um, might be something that uh, if you have time, go out and support uh, Central Catholic and Lee. That should be a good game, a good test for both. Uh, before, like I said, Lee start kind of starting their regular season. Um, like I said, Central Catholic, you know, already starting district play, a good little test before they start the second round of, of district play as well. And then Region 2, Division 4, San Antonio Christian, 7-1-1, and 3-0. Uh, TMI, 3-3, and 2-0. Laredo, St. Augustine, 1-2-2, and 0-1-1 uh, and in uh, District St. Mary's one and two, zero oh and one. Uh, San Antonio St. Anthony three, three and one, zero oh and three in uh, in district. And like I said here, these are from the uh, you know RankOneSports.com on what's reported. It's early in the season, so I'm not going through and, and you know trying to pick out uh, the results here. But uh, San Antonio Christian, um, another school that historically does well uh, on the mid on the men's side here. Uh, Trying to see, they beat uh, St. Anthony, uh, Laredo, St. Augustine, Victoria, St. Joseph. Uh, their one loss is to St. Michael's, uh, uh, 4-0 loss uh, for that here. Lutheran South, Woodlands, New Braunfels Christians, and East uh, for that here. Um, this, tomorrow they play uh, JP2 on the boys' side, at, you know, through there. And then it uh, looks like here they're going to be uh, playing in the Pleasanton tournament uh, going forward in, in January, you know, mid-January for that here but uh your thoughts on on this one here anything that stands out to you the the team also to kind of look out for like i said with like a sanitary christian i think tmi i think they'll, they'll ballot it out but uh keeping on brownsville st joseph um i know you don't see any records on them but traditionally they've, they've they've always had some good teams down there they got a lot of talent there um so they keep an eye on them they'll be probably those are probably your three that are going to be challenging for the district title, you know, for, you know, for them. So it's, it should be interesting to see when, when they face each other, but, uh, you know, San Antonio Christian legacy, great, great start to the season. Um, see if they can continue on um, TMI. I know they had a little, maybe challenged themselves for some non-district games, but like I said, they're undefeated in, in district play. So it's not, no shame on that to play a tough schedule prior to your prior to your district schedule to get you prepared for that, especially for the playoffs. And then for region three, division four boys, um, new, not a lot of action reporting to Braunfels Christian one and two, the atonement Academy one, two and one Kerrville of our, uh, Cur Kerrville, our lady of the Hills. Oh, uh, one and one Geneva school for the boy, uh, Bernie. Oh, uh, and two JP two guardians. Oh, and two Holy cross of uh, uh, San Antonio 0-3. Uh, 
to me, the one that kind of stood out is, you know, we see the success for JP2 uh, for the ladies. Last year on the boys' team, uh, bo boys' side, they struggled, and it looks like, and I know it's early, uh, very early, uh, but, you know, for, you know, for Shirts JP2, um, I'm not going to lie, seeing the 0-2 schedule kind of, you know, kind of raised uh, some, you know, some flags for me a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, it can't owns for them. Like I said, it's this district's kind of like a little. If you can see here, is like a little wide open district. Um, you know, can can JP two's boys kind of do the same like the girls? You know, kind of get it together and you know and make a run here in the and the and the district play, but also get deep into the playoffs. Uh, same thing with Geneva. Geneva, had, I think last year they had a good team. The one one teams that I don't know last year surprised was was the Atonement too. They they surprised some teams last year. And also New Braunfels Christian, so I think this 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 is one district you can't really predict. It's I think it's up for grabs. I think there's five teams that can pretty much win win the district title. It's it's going to probably going to come down to who's clicking at the right time, and it's pretty much got everything pieced together, and and, and hopefully that'll lead them get some momentum and get make them uh, get a deep run into the Taps playoffs. And just looking at it here, just going through. Uh, it does look like uh, JP2 and Geneva has lost uh, two more here. Uh, Geneva lost today 3-0 at the Lutheran South Tournament here. So uh, there'll be some more updates coming for there. But uh, that's where we're at so far on the early season uh, standings here. Uh, we'll probably check back. Uh, might have one more show before we break for uh, Christmas. Uh, you know, for Christmas. For here, we'll, we'll have to kind of make that determination. But... For taps, uh, like I said, they get they get started early. They finish early <laughs> compared to the rest. Um, but you're going to start seeing a little bit more uh, inter, you know, commingling between the two, uh, especially early in January, where you see taps teams that will be playing uh, some you know some of the San Antonio schools and vice versa. So that will be interesting. So then it's time to talk about what we're all here for. The Rafa's 2024 Power 15. We'll start out with the girls like we always do here. Um, just missed here. Uh, Wimberley, uh, Lavernia, uh, Brennan, and Jefferson. Uh, any thoughts on 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 the four on the four teams that you've uh, got just outside the uh, top 15 at this time? Yeah. So so just to kind of explain if anyone's new watching, like I said, this is power power ranking. So I'm going. Uh, not by classification, like I said, like I don't have a 6A, 5A, 4A power rankings and so forth, none of that. We're, we're going pretty much kind of like boxing style, like the best of the best, pound for pound uh, from 4A or 5A, 6A. Uh, so, and, and then hearing the girls, you know, with all three classifications, especially in this area, we, we got some quality teams. And it, 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 it was tough, you know. To come on, you know, kind of picking, you know, picking the teams as far as making this list, and you know, these just barely kind of missed out. You know, they could have been also in the top fifteen. Like I said, Wimbley, keep an eye on them. They're, they're going to have a great season. Like I said, they were state ranked, but like I said, you know, this is pound for pound. Like I said, I'm including <laughs> some of the other classifications in. Uh, Lavernia too. Like I said, the Lavernia girls are in 27-4A. Could this be the year they make them? They make a deep run, you know. Um, they've, they've had some, you know, last year they struggled a little bit, but they're able to get through, um, said when, when a district title, 
Uh, say uh, Jefferson Girls, like I said, they've been they've been a consistent team the last few years. You know, uh, they've won a couple playoff games. You know, can they get over that second round hump? And then Brennan, like I said, fantastic. Well, said hi to my Uncle George. <laughs> They're in Brownsville. They're at Brown, Brownsville Pace. He always gives me the information there for Pace High School. So shout out to the Vikings soccer team. Uh, uh, Brennan girls, they've they've been great. Um, they've, uh, you know, the last couple of years they've they've made some great runs. You know that you know the district. You know, twenty nine is just just brutal because you got O'Connor and you got uh, Taft and. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's come down to like one game, like when who who beat two to win the title. So I, I know this year Brennan's is rebuilding a little bit, but I, like I said, I want to, I I think they'll still make the playoffs this year. So, but I would, don't want to be surprised if any of these four teams get get into the top fifteen. And I will say the first version I got from Rafa had Brennan in, um, and then as we got closer to it here, uh, Brennan uh, unfortunately got bumped out uh, for for that here. So. Brennan was this close. If we would have mm-hmm. had it, you know, three days ago, they would have been in. But um, as Rafa yeah, does had his a, homework, yeah, had, had, really, had to do my homework. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I had to do my homework. So, it goes on up to my credibility, so I have to <laughs> have to do all that homework and stuff. So, so moving on to fifteen, and and uh, I'm sure uh, Coach Cano, uh, new addition to MacArthur. Uh, might have a, slipped a little something under the table uh, at number 15. Uh, the, the MacArthur Brahmas, uh, and like a uh, shout out to Coach uh, Kano and, and like I said, here the MacArthur Brahmas, obviously uh, outside of Stevens, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be a team we probably follow pretty close mm-hmm. uh, with as well, just uh, just with the relationship that we have with the 5050 podcast. But your thoughts on MacArthur and, and uh, Coach Cano moving over, and obviously his daughter moves over with him, and, mm-hmm. and along those lines. Not not to give too much away, <laughs> you know, to the, to the scouting reports. Uh, just just keep an eye on them, you know. Just having you know my conversations with him, and I he for me, like I said, him being coaching here at MacArthur, he he's he's a great fit. And from what you know, MacArthur did make the playoffs last year, but I think adding him and his experience, keep keep an eye on them, you know. And that's why I have him at fifteen because, like I said, you know, and, and, and if he pops on, and that we'll probably discuss that. But keep an <laughs> eye, keep an eye on them because they, I think this team ha- has a, you know, has some motivation. I think they have something to prove, and especially that District Twenty Seven Five A. If I'm Alamo Heights, I be you know be you know don't take them lightly, you know. And in that game, it's I think that that when they play there, it's going to be a great game. And I I think I think with you know Coach Count is going to really guide these girls to you know with his like I mentioned with these experiences in the past. You know, I think you know kid, I think he might be that missing ingredient to get them to that next step. So. So that's why I have them at fifteen because, like I said, they're kind of like that dark. They're like I said, they're a dark horse. Keep an eye on them, you know. So they may, they may do they may some surprise some people this year. Moving on to fourteen, uh, the Southwest Dragons. Uh, this uh, you know just you know I know I teased that uh, a team got moved out. This was a team that got moved in. So what uh, what prompted to have the uh, Lady Dragons back in? I know they had a good run last year. 
Yeah, I think when we're like looking back on them, we're kind of looking at you know at what they've done. They they won some good games last year. I know the district's not the toughest, and I'm hoping, like I said, and I've seen some of their preseason schedule. I think I think they're kind of making up for that. Um, you know, I think that that second round game's kind of been the little kind of been the little Achilles heel. But I, I think if they can get things together, piece it together, I think they can do the same thing like the boys. You know, they're, that, they're another team. Like I said, they're another dark horse team. I think they could, if they get everything everything right, you know, get in the groove, you know, they have, to, like I said, I've seen them a few times. They have talent there and they're coached well. And I, I think this could be, you know, they're, they're the favorite to win 28-5A. But I think, I think if they can really get things all together, you know, and finally, you know, I think that Achilles heels been been those Austin area teams. If they can mm-hmm. get by them, uh, you know, don't be surprised if they can make some noise. You know, go to you know three or four rounds deep this coming year. Number thirteen, uh, the Lady New Braunfels Unicorns, another team that uh, snuck in late uh, for here as well. Here, uh, your thoughts on the on the Unicorns? I, I think they're they're kind of like a mirror to like Southwest. Keep an eye on them. They're they're going to be a very sneaky team. Um, the talent, the great talent. Um, I think they'll be one of the favorites. Like I said, I think they'll be the favorite for 27-6A for the district title. Um, you know, I, th- I think they, they have enough talent to beat the, you know, beat one, like I said, one of the teams from 28-6A. Uh, um, you know, we know how, how that, that district is. So keep keep an eye on them. Like I said, this is probably their last year in 6A. You know, I think they want to make some noise before they move down to 5A next year. Um, so, uh, you know, great squad. And I know they got some some tough games coming up. I know I saw some of the scrimmages. They're really challenging themselves. So, like I said, you know, they're a dark horse. So keep an eye on them and what they can do in the playoffs. O'Connor, uh, you talked about uh, 29. Uh, you got the O'Connor Panthers, the Lady Panthers in at 12. Uh, for that here, so uh, your thoughts on on O'Connor uh, being at twelve? Yeah, they like I said, same great team last year. They made a run to last year. Um, I know, and I know they had a coaching change from over the summer. Uh, so we'll see how that transpires. You know, that's why I have them at twelve because I want to see what what they do. But you know, like I said, they're they're part of the big three on that twenty nine six A with them, Taft and Brennan. You know. And it's coming down to who wins whichever game, you know, who or who, you know, who can you get know, the draw. Lastly, yeah, the, yeah, the draws. You know, the last year it's come down to that, you know, a couple that one game. You know, and, well, two years ago it came down to someone winning, knocking off someone, and it changed everything. And as far as the seeding and the district title, so but but O'Connor should be, you know, great again. It'll be a great this year. I'll see if they'll make another run again. You know, they beat some good teams in the playoffs and. We'll see what they do this coming this coming season. Alamo Heights, 5A27 at 11. I won't lie to you, I was a little bit surprised, uh, a little bit lower than it than anticipated. But you know, as you mentioned, you got MacArthur in there that you think will give them a little bit of a battle. So your thoughts on the Lady Mules. Yeah, uh, this I think that for them, like I said, they should they are the favorite for 275A, but they, like I said, they, they could be challenged this year and uh, but like I said, historically, like I said, they've been one of the best programs, and we'll, we'll see if they can. I think see if they can make a deep run. Um, I know they've had some challenges, like with the teams, like like with the Cedar Park, the Cedar Parks, or the Liberty Hills. You know, the Le- the Ra- the Rouses teams. And so, 
we'll see what they do this this year. Uh, like I said, if they can get it together, I don't I don't I wouldn't be surprised to see them in Corpus Christi there in the regionals. Reagan Rattlers at number ten uh, for the twenty-eight. So another, another team, great team. Like I said, I know they took a little hit. A graduation did see them last year. Uh, they'll be one of the challengers for you know for that district title for twenty-eight-six-A. It's 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 uh, what you can say about that for that group. It's like the group of death there when it comes to that because you got five or six quality teams in that district that could pretty much that could win that district title and. Uh, but I, I think they'll they'll get it together. They'll challenge, but uh, th- I think they'll get into the playoffs this year. Number nine, Bernie Greyhounds, uh, 4A26. Great run for them. You know, last year they gave Salina a scare. You know, they they had – I think they had them and they just kind of left them off the hook. And But what a great run for, you know, for the Lady Greyhounds last year. I know they might be – you know, kind of re- uh, re- not saying rebuilding, but kind of are going to reloading. You know, it's it's going to be a challenge for them uh, as far as you know replacing that talent. But I'm sure they will. And you know, what can you say about 264A? I think that I think that's probably the one of the toughest districts in in 4A, especially here in Region Four. Like I said, you got Wimberley and you got Davenport. Um, so, like I said, it, it's going to be a dogfight for those three those three teams for the district title. But I think I think Bernie. I could see uh, like a Bernie Wimberley or Bernie Davenport in the in the regional final again regional this final. year. Number eight, Bernie Champion Chargers. So uh, for here from uh, 4A26. So Bernie Champion, like I said, great. Uh, they, they struggled last year. I think they had had a lot of injuries, uh, but they were able to. They had one of the biggest upsets last year and. Uh, they almost they almost kind of pulled it off, and um, this year they do have a new coach. Uh, we'll see, you know, what they do this year, and you know, what they have to coming back. But like I said, another tough district. Like I said, then that that five A district uh, with you know, because I said they have Smithson Valley in that district. They have Canyon. They have Piper. Uh, you know, just a yeah, lot of yeah, five, yeah, uh, of talented teams there. Uh, so I, I like I said they're gonna. You know, I know they actually got the four seed. We'll see. I think they might get a little higher seed this year. That could be, like I said, they're going to be one of the challenges for the district title. Uh, the Canyon Cougarettes uh, at number seven. So, yeah, one of their district rivals from 26 5A. Like I said, um, they had a great year last year. And, and, uh, and I caught notice of them when I went to that Swinson Valley tournament. I saw them play against Austin Bowie, and they, they, they put on a performance. and they didn't look back, and they had a great run. And I think they're still going to be still have the talent um, to challenge again for the district title. And you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. I mean, so it's going to be some interesting matchups when they go up against, like I said, Swinson Valley, Piper, and 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 Champion. Uh, speaking of uh, Piper, you have them as number six. Uh, Piper, five, six, and seven, right? Uh, Bernie Champion, uh, yeah, <laughs> Canyon, and Piper, uh, all from twenty six. Yeah, what what can you say about that district? I mean, is is uh, the grupo that I'm with there for the girls' soccer? So, um, Piper's like I said, 
I, I think they learned a lot from last year. They're, I said I got to n- n- meet some of the parents out there, so shout out to them and went to a couple of their games. I, I think some of the little inexperience kind of caught up to them a bit because it looked like they were going to maybe win that district title, but they kind of fell short. But I think they're a year more wiser. Uh, I think they're going to probably be a little better. I think they're a legitimate threat, you know, to there in Region 4, and especially for for that district. I said, don't want to be – they're going to give – uh, Spencer Valley, all they that can handle this year, so it's going to be fun. I can wait, like I said, I hope I get an opportunity to see that game. Uh, JP2, the Guardians, I know we already talked about them off to a great start, mm-hmm. uh, so far here at number five in your standings. Yeah, uh, from them, you know, state finalists, I uh, really thought they were going to win it, just came a little short. Um, maybe we'll see, like I said, round five again. <laughs> You know, in the state finals, I think I think they're gonna have some challenges, like we saw on the on the district standings with the atonement, you know, and with Geneva. So it's not gonna be a gimme for them, but um, they're still they're still one of the powerhouses there for taps for for um, for Division Three. Davenport number four, which uh, you have state has them at or Tasco for the state preseason rankings have them at third overall in 4A. You got them number four in the Rafa Power 15. Yeah, Davenport, like I said, they had a great run, just fell short in that regional final. But they, re- they returned a lot of experience back, and I-, I know they had that coaching change, but I think they have the tools to to make another run back and get back to the regional final and see if they can be you know, break through and get to – you know, get to Georgetown and maybe maybe challenge, you know, maybe Salina, you know, in, in the, one of the semifinals or the finals or any of the other teams. Um, but it'll be a great, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge for them because, like I said, they have do they have Bernie, do they have Wimberley, uh, you know, even even Canyon Lake too. Can't leave out Canyon Lake. You know, they they could surprise some teams. Um, but it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun year for the in this district to watch. Keep an eye on that, and you have a chance to you know check out. They play Wembley or Bernie High. It should be a re- really great game. Number three, uh, Taft Lady Raiders, who went extremely far last year. Uh, the third ranked team uh, out of the you know six A twenty nine for the Northside schools. So uh, yeah, last year one of my number ones. They were also number one for a few times, and they ended number one last year. Yeah, they ended number one then. Great, great year last year. They had, a, you know, like I said, uh, they had some great players. It's just a little short there on the loss of uh, one of the to the Ron Rock team, you know, to the Ron Rock teams. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I think they'll still be the favorite for 29-6A. I think, uh, but like I said, O'Connor and maybe Brennan, maybe even Sotomayor may, may have a say. This year, but I also have, like I said, I'm going to still give Taft the nod uh, as far as winning the District 20, 29-6A. And I wouldn't be surprised if they get back to their coma lander and hopefully they'll get to the regional final this year. Number two, the seventh ranked team in 6A by Tasco, the number two ranked team in the Rafa's uh, Power Top 15, uh, the Johnson Jaguars. Uh, Johnson, like I said, they've pulled up some great wins, especially in the playoffs the last couple of years. I think this year they have the pieces that make a, you know, like I said, they did a great job last year. 
you know, can they make make a deep run and get into, you know, I think the roadblocks is you know playing some of those Austin teams, you know, which I know a lot a few years ago they knocked off like Travis. Um, you know, can can they kind of piece it together, make a run and get get back to Comelander for the regional tournament and then maybe break through and get to finally get to Georgetown. So keep an eye on them. I'm sure they're gonna have a lot of battles, especially with Reagan and with um, you know, with Lee and you know, Brandeis. Uh, so, so it should be should be interesting interesting uh, year this year for them. And then number one, <clears throat> the Smithson Valley Lady Rangers uh, for that here. Uh, number eight and five A girls according to Tasco. Number one on the Rafa's uh, girls power top fifteen. So, your thoughts on the Lady Rangers? Uh, what can I say about them? They've, the last few years have been a very dominant team, and I think this year, I know they, they I know they have to replace them with a couple of good players, but I, like I said, they're coached well. Coach Askins does a great job with, with those ladies, and um, I know they have a big target on their back this year, and especially in that district, that 26-5A, they got to contend with Piper. They're going to contend with Canyon, you know, with Bernie Champions. It's always a playoff game there for them, and that, I think that's what prepares them to make those deep runs into the playoffs, and Who's to say this year? Maybe is the year they finally, you know, you know, like I said they they win the state title, and I think they have the coaches, staff, and and the, and the players to do it. So we'll see how they do this year. So that wraps it up here uh, for the ladies. Uh, so if you do have any uh, feedback, thoughts, uh, praises, complaints. Uh, <coughs> Reach out to Rafa. Reach out to uh, San Antonio Sports uh, for here. It's all this is all meant in discussion. Uh, obviously, it's preseason, so we you know this is going off of mainly history, and then some, you know some of the movements that we have. We don't obviously we don't know the inner workings of teams. And to be honest with you, most teams are probably well they can't scrimmage till tomorrow, anyways. Uh, so it'll be interesting to kind of see how the ladies shake out. So moving on to the boys, uh, just missed, uh, Edison, Antonian and Madison. You got three that are listed uh, for that here. Um, I know I asked about Antonian. You, you mentioned it and you've already mentioned when we went through the standings, mm-hmm. you want to kind of see them prove it a little bit more. Cause they always seem to get off to a hot start and then, uh, cool off when it comes to district time. Uh, so this year, uh, Rafa's, uh, holding them a little bit to a higher standard. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, before before yeah, they, they I get mean, into the top fifteen. <laughs> yeah, like I said, the good start for them. Because can they? Like I said, can they piece it together? I mean, like I said, they, they they're in a tough district. You saw the with, with St. Thomas and Pius the tenth. You know they and Central Catholic. They, they, if, they, if they can get some wins against those three teams, yeah, this could be the, the the season that they're looking for that breakthrough this weekend. Good, good shot to maybe break in uh, for that here yep. with uh, traveling to Houston, going against, uh, I think it's St. Theus and, and Villages, so obviously, uh, for them to be able to get a quality win. Madison and Edison, your thoughts on those two programs? Uh, Edison, what you can say, their playoff team, they knocked off Alamo Heights last year. Uh, they, they were in contention, and um, I was at, they also knocked off Davin, the Davenport boys last year. I was at that game. They were down 3 nothing and if you haven't seen it, it's still on our Facebook page. It was a bar burner of a game to come back and we end up winning four to three. Uh, so uh, keep an eye on them. They've been consistently, like I said, uh, 
a, a really well coached team. They've all, you know, because they've made the playoffs. You can see, we'll see what what they'll do this year. And then the uh, kind of a newcomer here is, is Madison. And from some from you know from people that I've spoken with, they might be the team to watch. Um, they're they're going to be the dark horse of, of District Twenty Eight Six A. Um, some player movements like as far as you know with that roster. We'll see how they you know like I said a lot of them from some reports had them you know high. Um, I, I, I for me is like let me see what you do first you know so like I said that's why I have them there here as an honorable mention. I want to see what they do. And then we'll see, you know, who's to say they don't get into the top 15 and we'll see what what they do this this upcoming season. But like I said, that 28-6-8, it's a dogfight in that district. So they're going to have their hands full and see. But like I said, anything can happen. So moving into the top 15, uh, O'Connor. I know last year was a down year for O'Connor. And like I said here, AJ's got a couple of friends on there. So shout out to them. Uh, your thoughts on the Panthers uh, climbing back up uh, the the standings from a down year last year? Well, they they actually had a decent season. They actually won a playoff game. I was at the playoff game. They're at uh, they're at Ferris. Oh, right. oh they started the par- out yeah. slow. That's right. Yeah, they started out slow, but shout outs to the parents there because like so they're great. You know, having sitting down with them and me and Coach Steve went went to go watch them play. Uh, and that was a game against Loretto United, and they won that game. You know, pretty you know. Great, great game for them, and then there's just a little flow short against the, the Brazil Rivera team. No, 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 you know, you can't put your head down on that. Uh, I know Club Bledsoe's done a great job with them, and I, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna challenge, you know, Harlan, you know, this year, and you know, the 29 six is a tough district, and I think I think O'Connor can have has pieces to to do some things here this year, and hopefully they can get past it the second round and get it, go further in. Fourteen, uh, Lavernia. Uh, the the Bears at number fourteen, out of four uh, A twenty seven. So yeah, this last year they got challenged. You know, <laughs> they got challenged like with Memorial and Kennedy. Um, and like I said, I, actually, if I had another honorable mention, it would have been Memorial. Uh, Lavernia, like I said, I know that a lot of them. They had a lot of a big junior squad this year. They're shooting all their seniors and. I, this is their kind of like the make or break season for them. Can they make a, you know, they've kind of fallen short on that first round game. Can they get over that hump and get and make a deep run, at least to the, you know, to the third round? You know, I think they have that they're a talented team. Uh, we'll see how they do. I know they're challenging themselves. I saw their schedule. They're really challenging themselves. I think they're gearing up for that. And, you know, I think that they don't want to have any disappointments again. This year, because uh, this this is kind of like the make or break year for them to make a deep run for the for the four A playoffs. Bernie Champion at number thirteen. Uh, Bernie Champion, what you can say that great bounce back season for them last you know uh, two years ago they you know they kind of hit a little little rock bottom but you know shout out to them they they had a great season last year I think that that they, they have something cooking there. Um, We'll see how they do. And like I said, they're in that, like I said, same that district, that 26-5A. It's going to be tough for them, but I think they'll they have enough talent to, you know, to challenge for the title. And also, you could say, get one of the one of the playoff spots. And Davenport uh, at number 12. So, no, another great team, like I said, for 4A. Um, 
like I said, I saw them last year. I know they had a little that little meltdown with Edison, but like I said, you know, you, you learn from those games. And like I said, I think this year for them, you know, they they got a you know tall tasks, you know, being in the same district with Bernie and also with Wimberley. But I, I think that they're going to do some good things this year, and you know, they're going to give maybe Bernie a, a run for their money this year for the title. Number eleven, Reagan Rettlers out of the six A twenty eight. Yeah, Reagan had a good good year last year. Like I said, twenty eight six A's. Like I said, one of the toughest districts in the state. Uh, I know they lost some some key players this past year. Um, so we'll see how you know, Coach Real how what he does this you know, this upcoming season. Um, like I said, they'll be in the mix. Like I said, I I, I don't. Uh, I guess I see them getting into the playoffs, and we'll, we'll see if they can also challenge for that for the district title. Yeah, twelve one and three last year in district uh, for Reagan, so very very solid. Smithson Valley at number ten. So another great team. I think they they've really established some great things there. I think they're going to do some better and even better things this year. Um, Second year, right under the new coach. Yeah, so keep an eye. She's done a great job there. So you know, shout out to her. You know, she's you know really turned that that kind of turn turn kind of not not necessarily turn that thing around there, but really uh, take it up a little bit up a notch there. And and like I said, being in that district, you know, it, they they got some you know, basic playoff games, you know, but that's going to prepare them because five A Region Four is a you know, it is a tough region. You know, they got some quality teams, and especially like in the Austin area, like like last year, like Leander Roos was, you know, one of the top programs. You know, that's so they may see them in the playoffs, like in the second, third round. So, but I, I, you'll see. I think Cincinnati Valley should have no, no no issues getting into the playoffs this year. Uh, Piper uh, from that same district, five A twenty six. Last year they got off to a strong start. It was a first year program. Uh, towards the end of the year, they kind of they kind of you know had a couple of losses that knocked them out from contending as as the title, but still made the playoffs and finished 15 in your final poll last year. Yeah, this year the you know it's kind of like the mirror image of the girls. You know they had a hot start and then towards the end, I think I think that just the lack of experience. You know being a first year varsity team made made a cut up to them. You know, uh, but this year's a bit different. You know I, I think they you know they're a little wiser, you know, more mature. Uh, they're going to surprise some teams this year, and you know, it's a being also like I said, being at twenty six five A is going to is going to prepare them to hopefully, you know, for them to you know for their for them to get into a deep run into the playoffs and you know even try to get to that regional tournament. Number eight, uh, Alamo Heights. Alamo Heights, like I said, you know, like I said, been you know your I don't know your tradition, you know, the tradition there. There, they've had some great teams each, you know, year year in a year out. Um, they should be the favorite for twenty seven five a. Even though they had a couple some surprising losses, like the, the one against Edison, um, but I think they'll they'll be ready to go this year, especially with that preseason tournament that they host. They have some quality teams that go there, and that gets them ready for their district play. So, uh, see so they can they can you know can say get back to you know back to the regional tournament again this year. And last year, you had Edison, MacArthur, Jefferson, and Brackenridge all had solid years uh, before they're here now. Alamo Heights only had the one loss, but they they pushed 
to me, they pushed uh, Alamo Heights a little bit further than I think mm-hmm. most anticipated last year. And, and yeah. you have Je- Jefferson on the just missed. You mentioned Edison, um, you know, in 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 the rankings here. So uh, there there is going to be some challenges come district time as well. Uh, you know, probably better planned this year than we than we thought last year. Number seven, Central Catholic, four uh, zero. You know, uh, off to off to the season, the only tap school so far in in the rankings here. Uh, as we discussed here, the 29th going against Lee uh, for that here at 2 p.m. at uh, was it Comalander uh, Stadium Comalander. here. So, your thoughts on the buttons? Uh, like I said, we'll see what Coach Rule does with them this year. You know, um, I know they fell short a little last year, but but that they, they had a good bounce back season from the year before, you know, the year before they had a little, little dis- disappointing season, but um, you know, could they, you know, when, when, when a state title without someone named Gallegos on the team. So, uh, <laughs> you know, can, can they do it? And like I said, they have the coach for it. He's got the experience and I, I, I think they, they we'll see how they do this weekend. Like I said, they got some tough games in Houston this weekend. So we'll see how they, what, what were the results for there. So that should kind of tell a lot how, where, where they're at right now. Bernie at number six. Yeah, what can you say about Bernie? I mean, back-to-back state championships. I originally thought they were going to three-peat. Um, just fell a little short against Hidalgo. Uh, you know, I, I think kind of the situation, I think the weather, you know, I remember that weekend the weather was bad, and they played a very late game, and I think maybe that kind of took a toll on them. Um, and because well, Hidalgo played, played right before quarter- they played the quarterfinals like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And then the final was what, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, right? If memory serves me. Yeah, right. somewhere around there, like closer to the, or the after, like the mid afternoon, like, like early on. And I, I think that affected them because it, it did kind of all those delays kind of, you know, it just kind of prolonged it. But um, I'm going to say, Coach Strong, like I said, he's really built a great program there. And I, I think they're going to bounce back this year. And I think they have maybe a little chip on their shoulder. They got maybe something to prove, and I'm sure that I know they're they're going to be heading down. I think to the valley. They usually go to the valley for for a tournament down there. I think they got something to say, and because you know maybe they'll they'll run into Hidalgo and have show them, hey, you know, we'll see who's the who's real the king of the hill here in Region Four, so or even the state too. So, uh, but I expect some good things. I think they should win 26-4A. Um, they may have some little challenges. Like I said, don't be surprised. Like I said, to Wimberley and Davenport probably give, give, give them a challenge, but I think overall Bernie's going to end up winning that district. Uh, number five, and this one might uh, cause uh, some little ruffles here in, in the San Antonio area. Tasco has them as this second-ranked state team uh, in the state. My friend Rafa, you have them as five, so that's to me that's a little bit of a difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I think from last year, like I said, they like I said the talent they have. They lost some really key players at key positions, you know, you know, and and it, but the thing is, they're still a talented program. You know, Coach Rogers, great coach. He's really, like I said, really has you can see Lee become one of the state powers. Uh, but uh, you know, losing some of those key players, and, and then also last year the way they they the, the loss against Rivera. Really, it was kind of unexpected. I really thought, you know, they would win that game, and 
I know Rivera was going to give him a challenge, but I really thought Lee was just a little bit more talented. And but Rivera just really took him out of their game. And uh, so this year, like I said, I, I expect them. Like I said, I expect them to be them to be in the playoffs and also challenge for the district title. Uh, but I think losing some of those key players, that's why I have them, have them down in here. I know, you know, I know that the state reckons they have them higher, I think because of what they've done the last few years. Historically. But like I said, things, things, things can change. Like I said, you know, we haven't started the season yet. Things can change. You know, the lot of factors can happen and who to say, you know, Lee can end up becoming the number one team, you know, for my power rankings Very later good. on. So, yeah. We're going to have something to discuss anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Harlan at number four, uh, the Harlan Hawks out of, uh, 20, uh, 6, 8, 29. So Harlan, like I said, the last, last four years, you know, they, they've really established themselves as one of the best programs here in region four. Now, can they take that, that next step? Can they get to state? That's the men, the one they've been close, you know, like, especially like that one game they lost to Lake Travis, which I thought they, Kind of got a little, got the shaft on that. Um, uh, you know, this could this, you know, now with the opening of Sotomayor, how's that affected their talent wise? You know, you know, kind of up the pipeline. You know, has that is that going to affect them this year? But I still think, like I said, they're going to be one of the favorites in their 296A. And like I said, I want to be surprised that they, they're back there at Comalander there for the region for, for the region four tournament there for 6A. Johnson uh, at number three, uh, you know, we were just talking about Lee. Uh, Johnson finished fourth in that district last year, Lee at number one, and you've got Johnson as the third team in the preseason. So uh, what do you like about Johnson this year? Uh, they got a lot of talent back, especially in the goalkeeping. Uh, they, they, they're, they're a solid group, and uh, keep an eye on them, you know, I, and that's and I'm giving a little edge on them because – what, what they have, they've brought back, they played some, you know, they lost some close games last year, but they've also won some big games too. Uh, but I think this year, this could be the, a big, this is a big year for them. And I think they can do some, so, uh, I think they're going to do some great things. And, um, you know, hopefully they can kind of do the same thing with the girls, you know, go deep, you know, in, into the playoffs. And, you know, they got some challenges, cause, you know, especially, you know, you got your Lake Travis's, you got your buoys and you got your Ron Rocks teams. You know, if, if they can beat some of those teams in, in, in those first two rounds, there's a limit for this team. So and that's why I, I have, I'm real high on them. I think they're going to be gonna do a really good job this year. And speaking of the same district, Brandeis, the Broncos, another, uh, another, 6, 8, yeah. 28. So they finished third. Uh, you know, uh, for that here, the same record in district as Johnson, eleven three and two, uh, for that here. But uh, your thoughts on uh, the Broncos outside of being a great NFL uh, football team name? Uh, your <laughs> <laughs> my my backyard school, yeah. Uh, like I say, uh, they the last year, like I said, they had some good wins and they they gave some they had some challenge some teams last year. They gave Barber or some they had some Barber in the games. This year, I think that they, they said they do return a lot of talent back, and you know, kind of speaking to a couple people, I, I have them as one probably you know one of the them and Johnson are probably my favorites, you know, for twenty six eight for as far as the district crown. But you know, they're they'll they'll be a playoff team, and 
you know, can they, I know they had a tough loss last year in the playoffs. And like I said, I was there a lot, you know, there and, you know, can they kind of, you know, get over the hump and make a deep run kind of like what Lee's done and what Reagan's done, you know, you know, is this the year that they do kind of break through and, and finally get to it, get to get into that regional tournament. So for those keeping track at home, you've got out of district 28, uh, uh, 6A, you got Lee at five, Johnson at three and Brandeis at two. And I think Reagan was also 11th. Yeah. I think Reagan was 11th here on the listing. So a lot of respect for that district 28, uh, that you have here, uh, very similar to what was it? Five, a 26 for 26, the girls with five. The, yeah. So, and also 26 for four, eight, two. So, and like I said, this is pound for pound. Like I said, we're including all the teams together and it, it's, it, it's a tough list, you know, you know, you know, kind of don't want to step on toes and stuff, but Hey, you know, but that's why you play the games. And, the, what matters the most, the ranking matters the most, is the one that's holding the trophy in Georgetown, and or for here, especially here for region, you know, region four. But the one that's going to count the most is the one who's holding the trophy at Georgetown. But you know, it, we it just shows that we have a lot of talent, very talented teams here. It's it's like I said, a lot of them do face each other, and like I said, one can beat the other at any any given time, without regardless of the classification. So, um, but. Like I said, this is, it should be an interesting, you know, interesting year. How some of these teams do. So the number one team, um, two, I think it was two seasons ago, they went undefeated, and Rafa was like, they don't play anybody, and they haven't gone anywhere in the playoffs, which was, which is true. Each year they've kind of improved, and this year, uh, the Southwest Dragons are your number one. Uh, out of the Rafa's 2024 boys power ranking uh, top 15 here. So uh, a lot of growth between you and uh, and the Southwest Dragons because I used to be the cheerleader for them saying, hey, you're undervaluing, undervaluing. <laughs> Could you have possibly gone too far now? <laughs> no, I, I mean, look look what they did last year, you know, and yes. they, they finally got – I think they've learned their lessons from the years before, and they understand that, the, you know, just not to knock off the rest of the teams in 25A, you know, they, it's Southwest and everyone, and everyone else. And Everybody else. It's, it's the Southwest Invitational. So, you know, yeah. and, and, but they, but they fully understand that, hey, you know, we need to challenge ourselves to get prepared for the playoffs. And the, and and they've realized that in these last couple of years, and look, and they were able to go deep this year. I know they fell short, you know, in the regionals, and and I think I think they got the taste of it. Say, hey, we can do this. Now, can we take that next? I said, is this the year? They can can they take that next step and get to the regional final and possibly get to the state, you know, the state final four? And I think they have the talent enough there there at Southwest. Um, I know there's going to be some challenges this year, especially some of the Valley teams. I know they're playing. I know they're scrimmaging Brownsville Porter, which is, you know, uh, you, you can't really tell much on a, on a scrimmage because, like I said, you know, when you do scrimmages, you're basically kind of you're evaluating your talent, see what rosters, you know, what for, you know, what alignments, you know, what 
uh, you know, your 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 top, you know, your eleven. Who's going to be your starting eleven, or what type of rotation you're going to have as far as your substitutions? But it, like I said, but they're still challenging themselves. They're playing some quality teams, and 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 they and they under they understood, you know, they understand what what it, you know, what they need to do. So when they get to the playoffs, they're not caught, you know, playing a team that's you know a little, a little faster than you know. The, the speed of the games they're not used to and they can they can challenge and they and they proved that last year so this year like I said they have the target on their back um and can they build upon what they did last year can they take it beyond and finally get to like I said not only win the region but also get to the state tournament but they're gonna have some challenges like I said like I said Bronzo Porto is a team that they have to worry you know worry about you know uh, far Valley view um, Bronzo Lopez, you know, Verna's, Bronzo Verna's Memorial, uh, even the Corpus Christi Verna's Memorial team. Then, then you got your Austin teams like Leander Rouse, uh, Cedar Park. Um, so those are the teams that, like I said, you know, they're, they're going to see in the playoffs and can they get beat those to get to where they want to get to, which is, like I said, get to Burbank uh, Outfield in uh, Georgetown there in April. Hey, do you have uh, – are you able to end the stream? Because I got to go. Uh, for that here or no? Sure. If yeah, you want to finish up, I I got I, I got to run. Uh, unfortunately, one of the cats broke out, so I got to go chase the cat. Okay. Okay. So just to find, uh, finish up, like I said, we're just looking forward for this season here. Um, like I said, you know, uh, those are my preseason power rankings. Um, like I said, so so shout out to the teams that made the the top 15s and also my Marano mentions. And I'll look forward, you know, going to the games this year. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some games of the week. Um, hopefully, I'll be joining a couple of people there, hopefully on commentary, and then also visit uh, with a lot of the teams. Also, hopefully, we get to do some interviews and uh, any feedback from you guys. If we're more appreciative. We love you guys, all the support you guys have given us the last five years. And uh, I don't know this year is going to uh, be another great season. We're looking. Hopefully, we can get some state champ. Like we did, you know. Um, you know, bring, bring those trophies back to San Antonio. Um, and it's, it's like, as mentioned, it's going to be a fun season. And um, on behalf of Harry, like I said, uh, for the round table, um, like I said, uh, just keep an eye on this. As hopefully we'll be back next week, probably discuss um, uh, the district realignment. I don't know where we're going to talk about that today, but we'll say that for next week. We're going to talk about the possible realignments, uh, I know, I know that we've seen some mock realignments and just kind of discuss, you know, what are the ramifications from that, you know, for, for you know, for the 2024, 2026 season, what, you know, what districts could be some challenge, some challenges and, and so forth. But uh, uh, on behalf of Harry, like I said, um, what's life without goals? Thank you guys. And we'll see you guys next week.